Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is With Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, April 12, 2021. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. Over the past seven days, with regard of the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of minus 25.5% compared with the previous seven days. Surely, in part, this is also due to the fact that last Monday was Easter Monday and the number of swabs done was much less than on any other Monday. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to the COVID wards was minus 4.2%. With regard to ICU, instead, in the last seven days, the average change was minus 9%. <coughs> on average, in the last seven days, we had 426 deaths with a variation of minus 4.4% compared to the previous seven days. Finally, we see only minus signs. For a long time, we have waited with patience for the turning point that would come in spring, and finally, we are getting there. Due to the effect of the temperatures and vaccinations, an important change is beginning, which will remind us of last year's. The lockdown has worked. Italy is not out of the woods yet. We absolutely are not. But we take the good news and we hope that they'll be stronger and stronger because we need these numbers to go down way, way faster than they are. Italy has administered 13,032,000 shots of vaccine. 3,925,000 Italians are fully vaccinated, 6.5% of the population. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of their population are Piedmont, Molise, Emilia-Romagna, Liguria and Trentino-Adige. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of their population are Campania, Sardinia, Umbria, Apulia and Sicily. The percentage of those over 80 fully vaccinated is 41.9%. This percentage drops to 22.7% from ages 70 to 79. In the last week, more than 2 million doses of vaccine have been administered, an acceleration that corresponds to what the new government promised and that bodes well. Since the inauguration of the Draghi government, the proportion of available doses administered to the over 70s has increased from 25% to 72%, while that for the over 60s has risen from 38% to 82%. Meanwhile, the order of the Extraordinary Commissioner for the Vaccination Campaign, General Figliuolo, has started. It requires all regions to immediately vaccinate Italians over 80, then over 70, and then over 60 using AstraZeneca. Those who refuse the AstraZeneca vaccine will go to the end of the queue. Priority is also given to health workers not yet vaccinated, but only if directly in contact with patients. Italy accelerates, but so far is still failing to catch up with the other countries uh, in Europe, which currently have administered more vaccines, at least the the major ones. If we consider the percentage of people who have had at least one dose of vaccine, we are behind Spain, Germany and France. The same thing happens if we consider the total number of vaccines given per 100 inhabitants. If, on the other hand, we look at the number of people who have completed the vaccination process, i.e. have also received the second dose, Italy is above Germany and France. The figure is related to the type of vaccine most used. Those who have administered a lot of AstraZeneca with the three months between the first and second dose is more behind with the second shots. This week, the first 184,000 vials of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which, like the others as a single-dose vaccine, will also begin to be administered in Italy. 
In the fridges of the Italian regions, there are now 2.5 million doses of the first three vaccines approved as stocks for second shots. And the government has decided to follow the example of the working Great Britain and increase from now to 42 days the period between first and second dose for Pfizer and Moderna that has been of 21 days and 28 days until now. This will allow to increase the number of people vaccinated with at least one dose, waiting for the period in which, according to the contract signed, will arrive more and more doses of vaccine. In the second part of April, in fact, 7 million doses should arrive in Italy, while in the whole second quarter we were promised 50 million doses. The forecast is to vaccinate everyone over 80 in Italy by April, then by the end of June and maybe even sooner to vaccinate all Italians over 60 years old. As every week begins, there are new in, uh, news in the restrictions to which some Italian regions must submit. Starting today, out of 10 Italian students will be back in class and 30 million people, 30 million people, the half of the Italian population, will go from red to orange, so with a somewhat lower degrees of restriction, degree of restrictions. It's a reverse process from the one seen in March, so it's good news. The epidemic curve has reached a plateau due to the effect of the Easter lockdown, vaccination and the arrival of spring, which allows people to spend more time outdoors where it is much less likely to transmit the virus. So, Calabria, Emilia-Romagna, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Lombardy, Piedmont and Tuscany passed today from red to orange restrictions reaching Abruzzo, Basilicata, Lazio, Liguria, Marche, Moliso, Molise, Trentino Alto Adige, Sicily, Umbria and Veneto which are already, has been already in the orange zone. While Sardinia reaches in red zone today Campania, Apulia and Valle d'Aosta. These ones are the only four regions in red zone right now. Sardinia, Campania, Apulia and Valle d'Aosta. It is meaningful the example of Sardinia, which a few weeks ago was even in the white zone, then passed orange without even becoming yellow and now unfortunately is in the red zone. It is a demonstration that if you think that the danger has passed and you behave without attention, unfortunately you pay the consequences. Italy's house price index, which measures changes in the market price of residential properties, increased by 1.9% in 2020 compared to the year before. That's the most the index, the index has grown since Italy began tracking it in 2010. Since then, Italian house prices have fallen in 7 years out of 10. Growth was fastest in the south of Italy and its islands, where prices rose by 3% in the last 3 months of 2020, compared to the same period of a, a year earlier. That seems to confirm reports the searches for poverty in the more rural south were booming amid the pandemic, as the rise of remote working drives more people to consider looking for more space in a cheaper area or returning to southern hometowns after moving north for work. Yet buyers don't seem to be fleeing the cities altogether. In Milan, Italy's densely populated economic capital, house prices grew by another 7.4% in the final quarter of 2020. After several years of decline, the latest growth takes Italy's house price index roughly back to 2016 levels. Prices still remain 15% lower than when records began in 2010, soon after which house, house prices fell into a slump from which they have yet to recover fully. Prices for newly built housing, which have remained far more stable over the past decade, grew by 2.1% over 2020 compared to the year before, 
its highest increase in, in at least eight years. But prices for existing homes, which have plummeted by more than 20% since 2010, saw the most dramatic reverse. They rose by 1.9% last year, the first time in at least a decade that they've grown by more than 0.5%. As well as trends towards larger homes with outdoor spaces, forecasters have been predicting more interest in properties in need of extensive renovation after Italy introduced generous tax deductions on work to make buildings more energy efficient and earthquake resistant. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe and stay healthy. Please protect yourselves, continue to protect yourselves. Things are gonna get better in the United States and in Italy, but we're not out of the woods. This was With Italian News, it's all for now. My name is Umberto Mucci. Ciao from Rome.